Okay. Um, uh, Do another emperor quote. We, <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't, what is he? We, we, this, I can't do the voice now. Welcome to the. <laughs> go on, go on, you do it. Wait, uh, no, what are you going to say? I've got, I was looking the, for some. Like, this, this fully armed and operational space station. Battle station. <laughs> Battle station, whatever. <laughs> this is the science fiction rating system again. And we're it's here a trap. to talk. There's a trap! To talk about, a trap. <laughs> about more Star Wars. Sam Draper, and you join us on this, the 125th episode now uh, of Woo! the Science Fiction Races, the podcast that ranks every science fiction film one from one to infinity. I am, I've always said it, I'm Sam Draper, I'm joined by Alex Humphrey. Hey there. And Chris Redding. Hello. And yeah, we're all a bit high because it's almost Christmas and we just recorded our Rise of the Skywalker spoiler cast. Mm. And now we're going back to watch the final of the original trilogy that we've not watched yet, which is Return of the Jedi. Um... This is the fourth Star Wars film we're watching, is it? Yes, we watched Phantom Menace, didn't we? Yeah. 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 Um, right, so we might as well get straight into it, I think, because we've already had quite a preamble there with other podcasts. I'm glad I've got and... an watch Mandalorian to watch. <laughs> yeah, and all that Mandalorian is yeah. the best one since the first two, I think. Oh, really I liked good. the one with the ATST. I thought that was a good episode. I liked that too. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Um, cool, let's push on. <laughs> yeah so Return of the Jedi um, now as we discussed on the end of the last one we all have watched the despecialised version is that right yeah yeah. although mine had um, Russian on it it took me a while to figure out how to get the Russian off oh did it <laughs> yeah. sorry um, it was like Russian as default and then I had to try all the different uh, audio the which audio. weren't labelled right. So. right yes I mean that's what you get for not buying it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although actually you can't buy this, can you? So in your defence, no. that's fair enough. If only, um, if only you could. So uh, before we get into it, let's have a little bit of backstory about Return of the Jedi. So um, are you aware of like what how Return of the Jedi changed, basically? Is that a story that's worth telling? I think it is. Um, yeah, it's worth telling. So Empire Strikes Back is made. He's a great success, really good. And... Uh, there's a guy called Gary Kurtz who produced the first two films and he fell out with Lucas, big style of Return of the Jedi. And the good thing about this is that he then went on record and talked about what this film was meant to be. Um, which, in light of the film we just watched, I think is quite, in, not important, but quite telling. Um, so I'll discuss a bit at the end, but I'll discuss a bit at the start as well. Basically, initially, this film, Leia and Luke weren't brother and sister. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Emperor wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, it ended with Darth Vader dying like it does and episode 9 was the first time you would see the Emperor mm. uh, oh. this film ended with Han Solo dead which was a, like a verbal agreement that Harrison Ford had got with Lucas that he would die in Return mm. of the Jedi ah. um, Leia would go off to be like in charge of the um, you know the, the re- rebellion or whatever and okay. she'd be like bogged down and that sort of stuff and it would end with Luke Skywalker a lot like a character in the film we just watched, Alex, uh, walking yes. off into a sunset alone. That was the original end yeah. of Return of the Jedi. Um, yeah. Between the film getting, uh, like, the plan for the original nine episodes and it coming out, Lucas, according to Gary Kurtz, decided he liked money and merchandising too much. And <laughs> that is why Gary Kurtz quit and why the story changes, apparently. Um, mm. So let's bear that in mind, I think, as we go through Return of the Jedi. <laughs> When's the last time you'd both seen it before that? 
before this started. Oh, probably years ago. I, I actually, years. it's my sister's favourite, so we sometimes watch it at Christmas. Right, okay. Mm. Um, it's It's been years since I saw it, but to be honest, this was, I always thought that this was my favourite as well. This was, you know, this one I picked as my favourite. I may have changed my mind on that. But right, okay. I still really like it, but yes. Yeah, I think as a small child, I think it was my favourite as well. Um, I find it very enjoyable. Okay, well, let's get into it. Um, we open with the Empire, who have... They're still, like, very much the uh, the dominant force, aren't they? In fact, let me read you the yep. thing. Luke Skywalker has returned to his home planet of Tatooine in an attempt to rescue his friend Han Solo from the clutches of the vile gangster Jabba the Hutt. Little does Luke know that the Galactic Empire has secretly begun construction on a new armoured space station even more powerful than the first dreaded Death Star. Problem number one. Uh, come on, scroll... When completed, this ultimate weapon will spell certain doom for the small band of rebels struggling to restore freedom to the galaxy. So it's still very much a rebellion and still very much a small thing, isn't it? And you get yeah. the classic opening of a Star Destroyer coming across, but here's a second Death Star. Mm. Mm. Uh, I do like the look which... of the second Death Star. Yeah. yeah. I do like the unfinished um, look. And I do like all the business, that you see, Imperial business, you know, of like the ship landing and... Yeah. Yeah. I think definitely the production values of this one are the best, aren't they? Like in terms of the stuff, like when they go into the Death Star. The, the sounds, the sounds really. I just <coughs> love the 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 composition of sounds. Like it's, I just yeah. I just like it. It's good. Mm. And and like the layout, of, like I think there's some good. I think the Empire business, especially before, <coughs> excuse me, the Emperor comes into it, is really strong in like the sense of the mm. they're still scared of Vader, aren't they? And yeah, yeah. I mean, you see all that force. parade stuff, and also I like how they then ramp it up for when the Emperor arrives as well. Yeah. yeah. They're, yeah. They're so scared of him and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's quite cool. Um, but we quickly go down to uh, Tatooine, where we spend a good, like, it's probably the first, like, quarter of the film, is it? Like, a third, maybe even. Mm. Um, where the whole gang are, are gradually getting back together. Now, Jabba's Palace, obviously, very famous. I like how it starts with film. the droids, and you kind you like of. Yeah. 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 And how they're. Because it, then it's kind of like the very the first film, isn't it? It's like them exploring, figuring out how to get into a place. R2's mm. kind of. Yeah in control and C-3PO's just like doddering around after him. Yeah. You get a sense of like seeing old friends again, don't you, in a way, I suppose. Mm. I think it's also, I think what's good about Return of the Jedi is it starts off quite dark. Mm. I think it is, obviously it's hard to watch it without knowing, but Mm. the fact is when they, like you say, when the droids go in, they play the message. The Mm. message is basically like, oh, here's my droid. You can have Mm. them, Jabba. I just want my friend out. And you're like, whoa, Mm. whoa, hold on a minute. You know, and Luke's wearing like the dark mm. robes, yeah, yeah. and you're a bit like, I don't really know what's like, going on. There, of, yeah, that's really, yeah, you I, don't yeah. know what's going on. I like, yeah. like his whole like demeanor's changed, hasn't it? Like yeah, he's yeah. like a serious yeah. dude now. It's good. We've never seen a Jedi at this, but proper Jedi Knight, really. No, like no. Other no. Than, uh, ben, no, but he was not. You know, he was a bit old, yeah. past it. And also, yeah. I kind of like no. the dichotomy between the this powerful person, you know, Jabba. Yeah, and then yeah. you've got the Emperor, which is a whole other level. Or, or mm. Vader, you know what I mean. This guy is Jabba's like the boss of his little dominion, which is on this mm. planet of all these, you know, gangsters. In a gangster way, he's the boss on that planet. Yeah, but then you, I just like how you see different levels of what people call power. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in a it's, in the Empire, he is the bit that would thrive, isn't he? Because he's the corrupt bit that would have dealings with the Empire. He is, but pro- you know, other. he'll keep his head down when it comes to the Empire as well, right? He'll yeah, yeah. This, you know, if the Empire came down and started fucking with his planet, he'd be fucked. I don't think he'd need to, because I, I think the implication always seemed to me was that, like, 
he's the necessary like evil of yeah. you know like organized crime yeah they like, just leave him there because it's like you know it's like yeah. Saddam Hussein well, 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 running the fact the that when he hires all the bounty hunters in Empire Strikes Back you yeah, know, yeah 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 Vader hires them all they're, they're clearly aware of what's going on with this lot but yeah, yeah. and that's why they kind of left him to have Harrison, um, Han Solo mm. isn't it but um, so I just like all the politics I just like it it's good yeah yeah. yeah, it's also I think Jabba as a character is something we'd never seen before. Yeah, like that fantastic a, an alien documentary that on that, by the way. Of the oh, uh, on okay. it, it's called oh look it up. But it basically it's it's how there's like six people inside him, and there's a oh, a small okay. person running the table, like operating the tail, and yeah. Yeah, uh, it's quite telling that they didn't CGI him because he still looks good, doesn't he? He looks oh, better great. than the one oh, yeah. they put in um, fucking New Hope, actually, yeah. isn't he? To be honest, it's called yeah, Life definitely. Inside Jabba the Hutt, I think. <laughs> uh, wow, okay. if you put life inside <laughs> yeah, Jabba the Hurt there's like a whole documentary uh, mm. uh, about it so, but even like the Gamorrean guards mm. they look different they're like those green piggy things All and the- that guy with the with the thick kind of round big thing coming you know Jabba's assistant with the stuff coming around it, out yeah. of his head yeah. seen any everyone looks Gamorreans yet like- on uh, Mandalorian have we no uh, yeah um and the like, all the droids in the prison. Yeah. Nice little one, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that's quite dark. Like, I, they're being tortured. Yeah. I mean, it's just the a gonk straight droid. up torture scene, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. gonk droid. No, yeah. no. Um, <laughs> the only problem, the only bit that look is, is not so good is the band, which just looked like, like overinflated yeah. Mr. Blobby costumes. Like they really sort of gave I up do, when they get to that. I remember loving that that elephant guy. Yeah, yeah. Him. I love him, and I had that. Um, <laughs> I had that set where you got the the singer and I and it, he, oh, he sat in his piano. Yeah, you could kind of press the keys. <laughs> yeah, I just he's just funny, isn't he? Um, What's he? Is he called something? He's like Toot Snootles oh, or something like that. Oh no, or <laughs> it's something beginning with like. Oh god, what is his name? It's something beginning with R. Oh okay. Like oh, I can't remember. Yeah, it's there anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the, my only problem with this Jabba's Palace bit really is the is the rescue plan. Which I, I've never really understood what the intended... Like, why doesn't it tell C-3PO anything about what's going on? Because he's a dick. But, well, he is um, a dick. I don't know. No, and why do yeah. they just keep repeatedly getting captured and having things go wrong? Well, it's like you their know, plan. Guess... Their plan was, like, not to do anything clever, but then to break out with brute force. But did <laughs> like... does Leia know that Lando's there? Because Luke knew Lando was yeah. there. But does Leia know that Lando's so. there? It's like she's come up with her own plan on her own, yeah, and that she's not really with everyone else's plan. It, it's like there's like four different escape attempts going on at once, isn't there? Yeah, it's very yeah. odd. Or like they've kind of covered all bases, but no bases because it all gets to the point of you know they survive by luck, which yeah, it's just a bit odd, you know. Yeah, and and also like Luke is really cool, and I think Mark Hamill, like real credit to Mark Hamill for taking that character from like this kind of like annoying plucky farm boy to this kind of kick-ass like yeah you know like really stern but he threatens jabba so many times but they're really bad threats because yeah. he just keeps saying like oh it's gonna be really bad for you they're yeah. Like, okay yeah you're gonna die now okay <laughs> take them here take them like it is kind of all going wrong like yeah he's still kind of confident though he's still well, that's what i mean like he's, he's so confident but like about about what because Mm. He doesn't yeah. like reveal like oh it was all a great heist and Lando's going to flick mm. this switch and that's going to yeah. happen there. It's just they get sent out to die and he flips over on the board and they survive because he's a bit good at uh, using his sword. Well, he, you know? Yeah, he knows that R two's got his lightsaber stuck somewhere thing. that he can yeah. shoot out at some point. Yeah, and and he, they, they found a job listing in Tatooine saying wanted uh, R two droid for drinks vendor on <laughs> slave barge. <laughs> Yeah. So they knew he could fill that post yeah. and he'd be there at the right yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all a bit silly. Um, 
There's the Rancor, which I remember loving the Rancor as a kid. I think that's a really good. Yeah. I mean, it looks I a bit love... dodgy now, doesn't it? But yeah, and I love because that guy that's the the guy that comes and cries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Him, but he's like in loads of stuff, isn't he? That bloke. Is like, he? I really re- he's got that. He has one kind of lazy eye. If you, he's he's definitely in a ton of things. Uh, like, he's okay. like, uh, yeah, he's like just one of those actors that's in just tons and tons of things. But I just think it's such a small moment, but it's just really funny that like. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, and it's like this poor. Oh, he's called um Paul Brook. Yeah, he's in loads of stuff, but just him like crying because the thing's dead under the door. It's just like, and they don't get saved then, do they? Because they still get taken out. To, it's quite yeah. grim how he like feeds a, a dancer to the rancor uh, at the beginning. Yeah. You don't really know what it is. I mean, it's uh, storytelling yeah. wise, I think it steps through quite well. Like they give mm. you the right amount of information at the right time. Do you know that the uh, George Lucas insisted on trying to create the scene? Uh, of the Rancor in the same style as Toho's Godzilla <clears throat> using a stunt performer inside a suit. Brilliant. Uh, the, mm. the production team made several attempts Didn't but were <laughs> unable to create an adequate result and they just went back to high-speed puppetry. Yeah, yeah. That'd have looked bad, someone in a suit. Yeah, like, it would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, he's captured. Everyone's there. Leia's there. Yato, yato. Because he's holding a thermal detonator. <laughs> All that business. Um, I love that outfit, actually. Her, I had that figure. The you slave outfit, a, but it'd be pervert. Yeah. No, no, not the slave outfit. The bounty hunter outfit. No, the bounty hunter outfit's really cool. <laughs> yeah, um, she puts a slave outfit on. And... Well, uh, you know what, actually? Talking about the slave outfit, Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> I've got here from IMDb... Uh, one of the reasons she's in that is because Carrie Fisher complained that her costumes in the two previous films made her not look like a woman, that yeah. you couldn't tell she was a woman. That backfired. So I feel like <laughs> they went a bit too far the other way. Yeah, maybe, but... Wasn't you know, she absolutely it's all her, her face uh, in this film as well? Yeah, I think they were. You kind of have to, cocaine, you? wasn't there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's... Yeah. I mean, Jabba... I, I don't know what he's going to do with her. Do we, do we don't want to know, do we, I suppose... Like, don't want to know. No, but also, not. like, it's it'd be equivalent of like someone, a human being, attracted to a a big like a worm, dog. a big jabber worm. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like a big slug. Yeah, yeah. It's a power thing. Come on. Yeah, it's a power thing. She's a princess, goddammit. it. Um, you know. But what she has managed to do, she managed to get Han out of carbonite, which leads to the whole you know rescue thing. And really, for me, this is the sort of first sign of trouble here because. I feel that they really sort of, after this initial bit, kind of whitewash everyone's character into being the same blob of rebel fighting rebel. Like, there's no... In the same way that Rise of Skywalker had this, I feel that when they all get together and when they get off the barge and they're all back at rebel base, Mm. um, that's not Han Solo anymore. That's just this guy who's (sighs) following Leia around. And Leia's, like, just someone following Luke around and Luke's just off to Mm. save the world. It's just a bit sort of... I think I can see what you're saying. I think Luke's a very strong character in this. I think Han is given a lot of the kind of comedy. I mean, like the way he kills Boba Fett by basically banging into him. Yeah. Um, and all that, like, oh, I'm blind. I'm blind. Like he, he gets a I lot like of the kind of comedy stuff. moments. It's good. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I, I kept just reminding myself it is a kids' film, really, and they've yeah. got to have that kind of thing. I think there were some really nice moments with Han later on. Uh, the way they handle. Uh, the kind of revel- you know the whole it's way later on but you know the whole like oh when she's like I can't talk yeah. about it after she's been told and he's like oh you're in love with Luke aren't you and I think that's quite nicely handled but I could kind of see what you're saying there's not yeah I don't like any do. of that I, I think oh, that I like the that. 
Empire Strikes Back is so strong because it's like a proper. You could yeah. you could stage Empire Strikes Back as a play and it'd work because the yes. characters are all so yeah. strong, the dialogue's so strong, and this flushes yeah. all that away mm. well, in favour of them all just being homogenised slightly, haven't they? They've all they've all yeah. kind of found they've all come to like a centre of gravity. Totally. Yeah. And it's just yeah. and yeah. I think I think you're missing a huge part of what makes Star Wars good with that. Mm. For me yeah. anyway. Like no, it's, I can it, see what you're saying. It just becomes yeah. spectacle because there's and it's a whole problem it's a whole thing about the problem of having no threat anymore because you don't see them, or I think you subconsciously don't see them as characters in a sense, because you know they're going to be all right because they're all in this gang. They're all just like, mm. they're the heroes, you know, rather you than characters. Do you not think there's a threat that Luke might go to the dark side? Do you not think that's a threat? Yeah, that, that, I mean, I'm talking about Luke's sort of separate to this, although in a different way. I mean, everybody else, everyone on the planet, I mean, like Lando and Leia and Han. Because really, like, especially where we left Lando off, there could be mm. some really interesting stuff with how that dynamic is playing out, you know, about the fact that Han shouldn't trust Lando, should he, should he really? Well, he saves his life. That is kind of ironic that Lando's basically going to die and it's Han saves his life. And there's yeah. not even a comment made about, oh, thanks, I'm here for because of you in the first place. Like, yeah. they don't actually, he doesn't actually reference that at all. Mm. We're just like, Lando's just a good guy now, which doesn't really... Well, I guess they took over a... Cloud City, so he kind of lost that life. Yeah, but, yeah. but where's that in the script, though? Where's that? We're, we're yeah. not being told no, that. No, that is missing. Well, he says, a, it, he says it in the film, doesn't he, in Empire? Gives no, but Empire you know what I mean? Like, there shouldn't be just a, that's happened off screen and, oh, you know, or yeah. that one line. It should be that they're not willing to take him in like that or no. there's something more interesting going on. I mean, and I mean, he, he's, he just sits in the Man and Falcon, does nothing, doesn't he, really? So it doesn't matter that much, mm. but it just seems like a waste. Well, um, you needed to someone yeah. to do the dogfighting if the rest of the cast were doing other things, right? Yeah, yeah. True, yeah, true. Because you um, couldn't have Luke true. bloody lot flying down the tr- Death Star trench again, or no? Yeah, um, yeah. Um, right. So then we, before actually the, this that whole bit, there's the Emperor bit. So we see the first sign of the Emperor, and that shot, like you're saying, Chris, the Emperor landing, and all the people there, like it's, it's fantastic, isn't it? The, uh, the when they did, and there's like a parade of Tie Fighters outside yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. Outside, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really good. Um, and, and I love his red guards, although they don't do anything. I love that look. Oh, they're great. See, yeah. there's just yeah. all this stuff that you didn't really need to know what they did or, yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It just works, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because you've yeah, you been told yeah. that, like, Darth Vader is part of a mystical order. That's all you need to know, mm. isn't it? Like, yeah, and yeah. that's why you don't know about it. And and I love that they kind of keep that thing that was in uh, No Hope of where, like, they don't really trust this thing, but they, you know, mm. the, the Empire... They're not comfortable with it, are they? Like they're they're scared of him, but mm. they're not really on side so much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a distance, isn't it, between these two and the rest of them, which I really like, really appreciate. It's weird yeah. how and that's the if there's an empire, right, and there's all these millions of people who work for it. Do they know that the empire is magic? No, I don't think they do. Which is why because no. in New Hope they like you know very dismissive of Darth Vader, sort of hokey shit, yeah. aren't they? I think they don't uh, know yeah. that the emperor has got magic powers. So no. it's in the way it's that, just... like, in Force Awakens, they're like, like, ha- like Luke Skywalker's become legend. I suppose in this time frame, the, the Sith and the, the Jedi Wars are a thing that stopped, aren't they? And it's all yeah. gone. And now we're yeah. just mm. what we are. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess because the number of Jedi, which we, even, like, from the first trilogy, people kind of knew what Jedis were, but they were kind of half myth. Yeah. Mm. Um, Although it, like, those prequels do undo a lot of it by having do, yeah. so many Jedi <laughs> yes, yeah. that you're kind of like, well, like your Jedi is just basically like your local politician. It's like not not believing in a politician 
because yeah. they, they were everywhere and you're just like suddenly there aren't any but you're like but i remember them so yeah but yeah no. but there was a finite number of them you know it was like a mm. it was like a religious order it wasn't like, but it was a galactic council though wasn't yeah. it it was like the head of the the, the no they were the like prequels. the they were like what were they, they were like the diplomatic corps of yeah. The, yeah, but but Alex is right in still saying there were a hell of a lot of them around doing stuff, weren't they? Like there weren't yeah, a few hundred, but that's probably nothing compared to like the tens of thousands of planets. Mm, I suppose. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we get a Jedi now because Luke goes back to Dagobah, Dagobah as he calls it, mm-hmm. and uh, Yoda dies. What? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Which is sad. Spoilers. Spoilers. I like yeah. all the stuff on Dagobah. I've always yeah. liked it, the vibe of Dagobah. Mm. Um, um, yeah. Do you know that you know in Empire Strikes Back when he said there is another? Mm. He obviously didn't mean Leia, did he? Um, because yeah. Do you know who he meant? <clears throat> Isn't it what's her name? Neith Neith Neithla or this is she's got a funny end name. Yeah. His twin sister. Is yeah. it what? It wasn't even his twin sister. Just a different Jedi. Oh, I thought it was his sister. No, no, it's it's someone completely mm. different who was going to be like oh. the sort of antagonist in the in seven. Um, yeah, but actually, like the last hope of the Jedi of the Luke Skywalker. Oh, okay. Um, which what? explains, you know, the passionate kiss in Empire Strikes Back, doesn't it? And the f- yeah, <laughs> because they weren't yeah. they weren't related, and it was just a love triangle that because that's the whole of the resolution of it was basically that none of them were happy because Han went, Han died, Leia went into uh, her job, and Luke went off on his own. That was the original resolution mm. of it. Anyway, yeah. um, we get to see Alec Guinness again, though. Who, who I thought was, I don't think he's quite good here, considering he's just like a plot machine. Mm. I think you're right, Chris. It's quite good, isn't it? But he, he like, he is like, he does a kind of such a dick move when he goes. When Luke says, "Oh yeah," <laughs> but you said my dad was dead, yeah. and he's like, "Well, he was I dead mean, to me." He is in a way. You look at <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, it depends. How, it's yeah. like, come on now. When I was like, reading yeah. the when you're, when back then, he was. <laughs> yeah, it's like a bit like. Yeah, he's oh, yeah, a certain point of view. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. It's like it's a bit of a troll. Yeah, okay, come on now. This is well, a bit mate, of a yeah. like. It's, it's a lie of omission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but is... no, it's good to have him back, and it's nice that he... thank God he did it. I mean, he uh, was it about the money? Do you reckon that brought him back? I think they paid him a, a boatload, yeah, to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's only like a day's filming, isn't it? As well, that he's not there long, is he? Yeah, um, yeah. Mm. But no, it's good. It kind of um, it's a. I'm glad it, that bit's there because I think without because it's it is good how little they explain Luke in a way, isn't it? And how he's just yeah. become a Jedi Knight, and you kind of go with it. And I think yeah. this is all you need as a push to believe, like, oh yeah, he has gone off and trained himself, and yes, he can go and fight Darth Vader now. I mean, he's still is, his yeah. training seems like really uh, an insufficient compared to what we see in the Old Republic. The yeah, Jedi's but again, game. like you've got to ignore that, haven't you? Because it's just fucking nonsense. Like the prequels are absolute yeah. nonsense. That's why the prequels don't work. And I, actually, I, re- I do appreciate well, you don't, that. You about... think there'd be, don't you think there's more argument that there would be a, a more, you know, a more stringent training regime in the old? Well, yeah. There would be a whole systems of training, possibly, but like not in this world because they, that's not there at this point, is it? No. And I think Rise of Skywalker does a good job of that, and the new one in that the lightsaber fights aren't as ridiculously flippy and jump around like that. They yeah. kind of fight yeah. like they're doing this, but just a bit more yeah. Yeah. dynamic, which I appreciate. Yeah. Because there's nothing like you watch those up those prequels now, and it's just it's like watching like a computer game, isn't it? It's not. Um, yeah, I know it's not as like exciting in a way as this sort of fight, but there's there's an actual impact in Vader and. Skull yeah, going each other, isn't it? You don't get in the new one, in the mm. new old ones, yeah. old yeah, new ones. Definitely. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, uh, so yeah, that's all made up. Uh, Mon Mothma turns up. Don't like Mon Mothma. Don't know what, what she, don't like. No, what's she doing in charge? Do you know that uh, she had to re-record her dialogue after it was discovered that a microphone had picked up the sound of pigeons roosting in the set? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. So Mon Mothra didn't have a, a Caroline Black Blackiston who played Mon Mothra didn't have a great time. Imagine that phone call. Uh, can you come back? Uh, yeah, do it all again, basically. <laughs> and they got I someone was... who was just like her in Rogue One as well, didn't they? Someone. Yeah. Who... Yeah, like. yeah, they did. I always thought this scene though kind of made me re- like you kind of realise why they're shit because like it seems so like drippy, don't they? And like, mm, yeah, you know, bloody you got Admiral Atmar by there and she's there and they just seem so not really. I don't know, just like a bit wet. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, they're not like uh, you wouldn't follow them. No. They don't seem like yeah, not really. No, I don't know. I never. I don't think I ever got that vibe from them. I just. Oh, I did. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's you... more of my not liking how Han's gone as well. Like he should be standing yeah. up and going, "No, fuck this! This going to think more exciting than this." And he's rubbish. getting, yeah, and he gets sentimental about the Falcon and that sort of thing. And mm. yeah, he's not the Han Solo we knew from the first film. No, I don't. I, I don't enjoy it at all. The Han, not my one. Solo. He's not my Solo. No hashtag, not my Solo. Mm. Um, <laughs> anyway, they're off. They, so they, it's like a, just a big plot setup, isn't it? Really, for the rest of the film, it's you've got to go to the Forest Moon of Endor. Um, and you've got to get the shield down because we're going to go and attack the new Death Star, which in itself is a pretty shit idea, isn't it? Like, (laughs) don't you think... Why, you'd put the shield generator on that planet? Well, that as well, but just the new Death Star, it's so... It's a shame. It's a shame shame. they they didn't have a better idea than that. You know what's weird about it as well, though? That I never even thought that until Force Awakens, and then then you kind of retroactively think, oh, yeah, it is a bit crap they keep using the same idea, isn't it? (laughs) Um, because to me, right, if they keep on building them, it's like, how much of a strain on the economy of the Empire is it to build these things? Yeah. And if they do keep on building them, how come there's not loads of them then? That's it, yeah. Like, it, yeah. It's either a strain they can't do it or it isn't, and yeah. there's no hope, you know, because yeah. <laughs> they just fix that design yeah. flaw and it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. And no one thought yeah. of, like, ramming it with a hyperdrive starship but in this yeah. era? Yeah. Oh, God, talking of hyperdrives, there's a thing in that Rise of Skywalker, Chris, that... I imagine it would probably really annoy you about like they do this thing with the, the Millennium Falcon where they it's sort of going yeah. to warp a lot very fast and it's just like absolute it doesn't make any sense. But I yeah. saw in one yeah. of the teasers where she's jumping from a like a landing bay onto the onto the like the ramp. Oh yeah, it. that's yeah, that's on the Star Destroyer. Yeah. So she's flying through space then, is she, at that point? God knows. Yeah, God knows. <laughs> they never really explain that. Yeah, that's another bit's a bit silly. Hmm. I'm not really down with space not being lethal anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. no, you just seem to be able yeah. to wear like a little mask and yeah. you're okay. Yeah. She's not even got that on, has she, though? No, I when think Paul Finn has that on. You just like a little, Yeah. Just hold your breath, yeah. <laughs> um, my favourite bit of the uh, production design of this film is the Executor. What do you think about the Executor Superstar Destroyer? Are you both... For me, it's a little yeah. bit like, oh, we've got these things. Oh, this one's even bigger. Yeah. Now, it's, it's actually cool, in Empire Strikes Back, though, isn't it? Oh, it is, yeah. But it, it looks, looks cool. The reveal it? is Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I still like the original Star Destroyer, and mm. and I don't think we need to see what happens later. I don't think that needs to happen. But yeah, what the crashing into the yeah thing? Death Star yeah, that's a bit silly. Yeah. Well, also how they take it out is a bit ridiculous as well, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> they've got this sort of centralized, <laughs> controlled entire ship in one floor of the bridge, which is yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, I suppose it's the, this is the uh, empire that bought you the Death Star with the trench on the front that let yeah, it all yeah. blew up. So with the uh, trash yeah. hole that you can shoot down. Yeah, someone in engineering really needs to be fired in there. Yeah, high yeah. Up there. <laughs> no, it's that guy from Rogue One, isn't it? Uh, oh yeah, it's it's um, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's course, always yeah. fault. He's yeah. the one. Yeah. And it's, I tell you, I and they tell very you what's ra- crap very well retroactively explained why that was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I tell you what's a crap bit of design what? that I hate. Mm. All of the rebel outfits mm. on Endor, their forest gear is just absolute garbage. Why? I just think it looks crap. I, I think agree that, that all Han Solo's got on is like a, a coat that's yeah. been mm. made to look a bit like a tree. Yeah. And then they've deliberately dressed Luke and Leia the same so that you start trying to think of them as being twins or mm. brother and sister. But yeah. they look really naff. I think I think all of the rebels' outfits are really naff. I like everything point. to do with Endor. I want to live on Endor. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, I really hate the hats. That's the bit I hate about the yeah. costume. You know, the yeah. little, they have the little chinch trap, which just really. Yeah. Uh, it's just not a good look. They look really stupid. No. Especially Leia yeah. looks ridiculous with her hat on, I, I don't think. think so. Yeah. Um, but so. what I do like, though, on here is the speeder bikes. Mm. That's speeder a good bikes. scene, isn't oh, it? Oh, hell scene. yeah. The great speeder scene. bikes are great. Yeah. And I, I really, like, this is quite a. The speed this is, this is shot at, I'm going to guess this is kind of the first of its kind of this sort of. Chase, isn't it? I can't remember anything else yeah. that did this, something of this sort of speed. No, this was. It reminded me of Tron a bit. It was a bit Tron like, isn't it? Hmm. But not, not, not that the first person thing. But, but instantly um, yeah. an iconic scene, which yeah. they yeah. haven't really ripped off in the new season series, have they? No. Um, it was. What? Oh, it's in the new, new Mandalorian ripped off in that. New, new episode of Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, but no, it's, it's really well shot in the sense of like you don't see too much of that. You know, in front of a green screen, screen wobbling against each other, do you? And they they go in for that that point of view shot of the front of the bike going through the trees yeah, fast so much. Great. It's, it's yeah. really good, and that's just um, a steady cam walking through the forest sped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the toys of this. You pressed the back, and they exploded. That's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, you just pressed the button on the bat, and they just like fell apart basically, being quite a cool way. This scene's also got that thing where they don't put any score on it, and I love that when they have like just the. Yeah, they do it in the pod race, don't they? In Phantom Menace, like, a bit of it without any score. When you see the the, 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 the sound, the energy, stuff yeah. like that, and it, yeah, yeah, yeah. the explosions. Right. I love it. Yeah. It's the thing I really like in films, when something explodes, and there's that like, few seconds afterwards of no noise, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. like a, a yeah. gap, to so cut back to the action. Um, like a sonic, yeah. sonic black hole. Yeah, which you wouldn't get in the new trilogy, would you? That's something yeah. they don't... No. They can't well, trust they did it with anymore. the uh, hyperdrive ramming. Oh, that's true, yeah. That's the best shot of that film, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, uh, so that's really good fun. And then we come to what I I think, like worldwide and like in the in the wider universe, is the most contentious part of this film, which is the Ewoks. Not for mm-hmm. me. Um, Not for me. So, Chris, you are a yeah. big, big fan of Ewoks. I like them. They're fine. Nothing wrong with them. I love a I love a creature. I love any sort of. I think they're relatively well done. Hmm. Do you um, think that a Galactic Empire's ground force being defeated by a bunch of See, what I've seen uh, in Mandalorian since, where there's like a whole village trying to take down one ATST. Yeah. A whole village of not dwarfs. Yeah. Trying to <laughs> kill an ATSD. Yeah. I do like the concept of like a, a Stone Age culture fighting the Empire. I like how they've tried to do yeah. that. I mean, that as a concept, is quite a good idea. For me, the Empire hasn't really protected this shield very well at all anyway. <laughs> no. Mm. No. Because if I was them, I'd fucking burn the forest down. I'd exterminate everything within a million miles of where that yeah. thing is. Yeah. 
Or yeah. you just built Why... a, built on a moon that had no one on it. Yeah. Yeah. But... Why were they not aware that there were Ewoks on this planet? How did they not know that? I think the charitable way of looking at it is to say it's like the arrogance of the Empire, isn't it? It is, and but you totally you nuked the shit out writing. of the planet before you started putting uh, like you would, really, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. really crucial facilities yeah. on the. Or yeah. you just put it underground. Yeah. Or somewhere like yeah. these people couldn't even see, you know, or, mm. or understand. If you had, if it had to be this yeah. planet. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or I mean, apparently they think a droid's god, don't they? So. I like all that stuff. Well, it's I like all that stuff, but it's kind of funny because literally Darth Vader could have gone down there, done one Force thing. And they'd have worshipped Darth Vader, and then they'd have all been on the Empire's side, mm. and they, they could have gone against the rebels. I think it was more that there's chance because within their law, there's a golden, like for oh, instance, okay. God. I think it's more that they want to sell toys and they look cute. And <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah. Do you want to know some uh, mucked up stuff about the Ewok? Ewoks? Yes, okay. please. Uh, so the first mucked up thing about the Ewoks. More people are uh, quite sexual on set. I've heard. Oh, that's that, oh, okay. There's three things that are mucked up about the uh, Ewoks. That well, this is like Ewok. Oh dear. There's an MTV.com article about the sa- about sound designer Ben Burt. Yes. Uh, and how he did the uh, like how he did the languages and stuff like that. And he the language for the Ewoks. Uh, they wanted something playful. Uh, fun and interesting. They mm. found a refugee from Inner Mongolia in mm. her seventies. She'd been really living in the wilderness. By comparison, sounds to us all her life. Mm. He recalled, and she had recently come over and immigrated and didn't speak any English. She would come in and speak for us, mm. and she, she had a little vodka. She was happy to do so, <laughs> which earned, earned her the nickname <laughs> Grandma Vodka wow. from the designer in his team. So basically, Different the Ewok time, language, <laughs> yeah, an Ewok language is this <laughs> Mongolian woman getting drunk and just rambling and singing, and that's what the Ewok what language is uh, based on. I mean, uh, I don't see what, well, how that's noteworthy at all. I mean, that seems like a perfectly oh, logical okay. way to... That's fine, It's a little it? bit... Get that's your fine. Sounds, it's a little, get your it's a bit sounds. exploitative, isn't it? A little bit warped. Yeah. They're just a pissed-up old lady that didn't really know why she was there. She or wanted she vodka. She got the or... vodka. She's happy. <laughs> that's, that's the voice of the film industry. People. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's, that is the film industry, is the empire, and the arrogance <laughs> yeah. of the film industry there in, yeah. in, in effect, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, <clears throat> the other thing is that, this is from a Cracked.com uh, article, that, uh, did you know George Lucas was sued for stealing the Ewoks? Was he? By who? Yeah. Uh, in 1990, uh, Lucas had to journey to Calgary, Alberta, uh, to testify in a copyright infringement case against him. The, the suit was brought by Dean Preston, who claimed that the idea for the Ewoks came from a script treatment he wrote for a movie called Space Pets. Uh, basically, in Space Pets, uh, which he sent to Lucas a long time ago, it had an alien race called the Ewoks, mm. uh, which is it was five well, years before. They were by name the Jedi. called the Ewoks. They were by name called the Ewoks. They did look very different, but because of the name, he thought this was enough. Uh, he sued Lucas for 129 million, uh, and his legal team made some convincing arguments, which included exposing some inconsistencies in Lucasfilm record keeping when it came to the unsolicited mail they received, uh, and uh, also that the word uh, Ewok uh, is a loose appropriation of a native culture created to rhyme with me Mewok, which is a tribe. But anyway, uh, sadly, uh, this guy lost. Uh, because uh, there was basically not enough evidence because a name isn't enough. Uh, yeah, I was and say, a word pay... is not enough. 
No, he had to pay Lucas's legal costs, mm, wow. which may have amounted to as much as fifty thousand well, dollars. Right. Serves him right. Yeah. So this guy basically, basically, the article says you might think that the Ewoks are bad, mm. but imagine they cost you fifty grand. Yeah. Um, one of the things about the Ewoks as well, uh, if you don't think they're marketing tool, how many times is the word Ewok said in Return of the Jedi? None. None. Exactly, and yet we all know they're Ewoks. Well, you have to give them a name, don't you? But you yeah. never said in the film, it's because it's a big toy thing, wasn't it? I mean, my defence to you, I'm with, I'm with Chris, I like the Ewoks, and my defence to them is, we have never seen, there hasn't been, during these three Star Wars films, the concept of the rebels joining with a native planet's people mm. against the Empire yeah. hasn't happened at all. So that's what's happening. If you don't, if you ignore what they look like and all that, the idea that the rebellion is more than just you know those people. Mm. They want to spread, like they kind of tried to do in these new films. They're trying to spread the message of the rebellion mm. against the empire. So the idea of this kind of like yeah. uh, a kind of a war, a ground war, mm. it is a different idea, and it's good to see. At least they're not just repetitively repeat. You know, and up until this themselves. point, we hadn't actually seen like any planet where like we see like a homogenous indigenous culture no, to that planet just, no. we'd only see like Tatooine where it was survive. a mixed a mixed sort of it's, it's just so absurd the battle they do get for killed for me they, the Ewoks do get killed. Me, you see like one die you literally yeah. see one die nowadays what would happen nowadays is one of them would get in an X-wing and then go and fly down the track yeah I'm not defending nowadays yeah. for me Ewoks represent the death of innocence in the oh. as a child yeah, all right. But then the, I think Ewoks of me and me like getting old and realising, hang on, this is just absolute nonsense, really. Because it is. It's just nonsense. It's just it's just nonsense. And that whole like no stakes thing is now like a whole like race of no stakes. Like these little furry fuckers are going to survive against these gigantic war-mongering yeah. race. It's just I mean, absurd. If, if you could give it a bit more scale so you could actually see there was thousands of them and they lined up like, like Braveheart... Yeah. And yeah, like you know, yeah, like the hey, hey, like the Gungans like do, the Gun- like the uh... Gungans do, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but even the Gungans had like shield generators. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, yeah, it makes more sense. That should be the level of technology should have something like yeah. that. They do, uh, they do imply that they will. Well, not imply. They do say they're going to eat Han Solo. So maybe <laughs> yeah, they're they've like, got a dark side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe they're a little. No, and really also like the it. end. It's great. When they're playing the drums mm. on those yeah, helmets, yeah. I mean, they could just be heads, couldn't they? Oh, they're clearly eating no... a barbecue of, of uh, stormtroopers Storm at that moment. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, why not? Well, yes, they um, they all make it up because C-3PO is a guard and Arantagosh, Arantagosh, he has a big old uh, story time I thing. Scene. I love that night Ewok village yeah, I like stuff. That. I want to uh, be there, yeah, I, I like want to live there. Leia wanders out onto the balcony and has a little conversation with Luke, which is a bit awkward, where he's like, remember that time She's we had... She's quite annoying in that uh, scene. Very passionate really kiss. Annoying. Oh, BTW, I'm your brother. She's yeah. so and annoying she's in like, that scene. She's like, you know, go away. Why? I can't tell you. Ugh. No, but before when she says to Luke, oh, I always knew, I somehow always knew. Yeah. It's like, no, you didn't, because you didn't act like you knew yeah, all yeah. along. You've acted like you don't know. Yeah. So it's kind of weird to say you kind of knew when you didn't know. There's not been there's not been that many years between these. Yeah, I knew these when films. I had my I mean, tongue down your throat. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's a really of all the things they sort of retcon in Star Wars, it's the one that kind of mm. is the. the I'm surprised they didn't cut that kiss out of the special editions. Yeah, me the, too. Because they fucked around with Greedo about a hundred times. Yeah, they probably yeah. will. Yeah. Um, I also don't like the way like she won't tell Han what's up. 
Yeah, that's so annoying. I don't mind so that. I, I, I like the way that you see Han, because Han reacts as you think. If I was him, I'd just go, like, well, oh, fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. She knows they're all probably about to die. She's creating a lot of unnecessary tension there. She just go, you never guess what. And then she's like, oh, you wouldn't even understand. Yeah. This is Jedi shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Jedi like... now. I'm too good for you now. Yeah, Turns yeah, out I'm yeah. a Jedi. <laughs> yeah. We weren't too good for you, Phil, and I was Jedi. saving your fucking ass in the first film. Yeah. <laughs> Princess. Yeah. <laughs> um, d- uh, d- uh, the forest moon of Endor, yeah. what is the planet called? Uh, no, the, the, uh, the moon's called Endor. Well, technically in canon... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no answer to that question. They've never actually oh. explained. Well, we never see the planet, do we? Either. Well, no, but they've never said is it that it's the forest moon of the planet Endor, or is it called Endor of a planet with no name? They've never actually uh, said either one. Yeah. So it could be either. Could be either. That's a good pub quiz question, isn't it? It is. Yes. Um, um, so Luke wanders off to go and meet his fate, and his fate is Darth Vader. A moment we've been waiting for since about an hour ago in, in terms of the film the end of Empire Strikes Back mm. uh, but this isn't that Vader this is weak ass um, <sighs> it's too late for me now son Vader but but see are, yeah, but are you projecting that because we can't watch this without knowing what we know and it is blatantly it is just a mask there's no facial expressions on Vader I, uh, so are we just projecting that he's already turned no when, no, okay. Well, no, I think no. Okay, so look, like at this point, fair enough. Maybe um, you'd buy still evil. Yeah, yeah, maybe that. I'm not sure though. The real problem is with the fight at the end, where he's just he's got no power, has he? He's just a lapdog. And, yeah, which I again, feel, I kind of feel I within the that. wake of the emperor, emperor, he yeah. he is a lapdog. Yeah. I agree. Which I like is, all which that. Is, no, but I don't like it. And, and it kind of makes sense why em- the Emperor was the baddie of episode nine, not this one. It would make a lot more sense if the showdown was Luke and Vader here and Vader was still really bad. And he could turn at the very end of that fight. But the mm-hmm. fact that the real fight isn't even these two fighting anymore, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't... But the, it's the battle for someone's soul, isn't it? It's a battle for their, like, mm. their, their, their personality, their emotions. Mm. It's not a... That's the only way, because as with all, uh, well, again, it's been changed, but like the way you win a fight, the way you win on the dark side is you kill someone, but the way you win on the light side is you let yourself be killed kind of thing, don't you? That's how Obi-Wan won. So what can Luke do? He can't strike uh, the Emperor down or Darth Vader. So he's trying to use his words to kind of like, yeah, save his soul. But but don't you think it really devalues Vader as a villain? No. No, no I think it's I think it's a really well shown like yeah. the, how they choreograph him like his movement on his needle moving on the scale mm. in this film I think is very good. And also I think yeah. this whole setup the end for the end is now like iconic in the sense of mm. the all the, the factors in play I think it's been now ripped off so many times that it kind yeah. of is devalued yeah. in our own minds of what how yeah, good this is. True. Well, it, well, I, I don't think it is good. I think it's the birth of bad filmmaking in this sense of blockbusters because it is a no-stakes, big battle with lots of stuff going on when nothing really matters. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make much sense of what the Emperor's saying in terms of, like, why is he training up another powerful Jedi? It's only going to be a threat to him. Yeah. Mm. It's all a bit nonsense to me. And, and, and I'll just say again, like, I do disagree with you. 
I don't think after this Vader is scary, and I think it really ruins Vader in the early film in the sense that you know, obviously you can't help but know now that he's, and the prequels have made it even even worse. Really, that he's just he's just a, like a broken dude, mm. isn't he? In some, you um, know, but that's the story. I don't know. I just if don't, you don't happen to like the story. That's it. I much but prefer the fight Empire dude. Strikes Back because you still feel like he's a badass in that one, and he still feels like a force of evil with no sort of leash on, like he's sort of like a primal sort of you know evilness. Which is why that whole like I'm the father thing works so well. Whereas this one's mm. just like he's just doing something, like he's biding time for the Emperor. And also the fact that in that fight, like the Emperor just vanishes while they fight. He's not there. The whole like battle up, you know, going in the lays for that trying to fight and things like that. He just disappears. And it just seems mm. so I don't know. I really don't like this the end of this film at all. Um mm. but anyway. So that's going on. Uh, we've got the Ewok fight on the planet, which we've talked about a bit already. Anything else you want to say about that? I'm going to get um, a little bit, Chris. Yeah, I mean, since we know actually how feared and powerful an ATST is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like literally, they can take out an army on their own. One of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know what you're I saying. Mean, it, does, it does devalue. It. it does make it kind of. Comedy, it kind of seems like when it's slipping around and like like yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah, whoa, yeah, yeah. whoa, that one like all the comedy and the like, one with the. The, yeah, with the two like tree trunks. Yeah, yeah, that one where it smashes. It's, it's kind of funny, but like you say, it shouldn't really be funny. It should be kind of like, oh god, this is war. This is kind of horrible. Yeah, and, and then just how kind much of funny. Um, how much prep time have these Ewoks had for this fight as well? Getting all these. I was wondering. <laughs> that. I was wondering how did they build catapults? I mean, the catapults are <laughs> I mean, an easy in theory, thing to build. You, you could you could argue that the Empire's been building there for a while, so they actually have already been working on. Anti, or are they all, yeah, they've already they been working different... on all this stuff. Or are they different tribes of Ewoks that were all at war with each well, other? This is it. bound together to fight the yeah. I mean, it's kind the, of like Avatar threat. type vibe. Yeah, I think it just. I think I know what you're saying, but I think it's only because they haven't been able to convey enough scale. Yeah, I think scale in, would help yeah. you right in it. Because if you really yeah. did have like hundreds of tribes and hundreds of thousands of like indigenous yeah and you saw a lot get cut down yeah. I, I do think though as well your point about like Naboo is like if the rebels had like given them some sort of technology like oh we've got personal shield or something if there's something the rebels had that made them more than what they are it would make yeah or they could talk more. to the animals mm. so literally every fucking animal on the planet goes and flies into the fucking yeah yeah I don't know it just and, and coupled with that like my main problem with the whole thing is like again this this Han Solo and Leia thing where I don't like the dialogue, I don't like how they act, I don't trust them to die, I don't trust them to do anything other than what they're supposed to do. It just doesn't feel... I think they're quite arrogant in their, in how they mm. talk and act. On... As though there's no real risk to them. Yeah, it's yeah. like they've gone yeah. to... Yeah. They've, they've, it, yeah. It's like they've become the level of Jedi, which we see in the prequel. Mm. You're right, it's, I there's, think a, there's a swagger to it, isn't there? They'd still be scared people. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah, why Empire Strikes Back works so well, because mm. they are on the run for the whole film, mm. scrapping around, constantly almost dying, and you you, you feel yeah. like they are the last hope and they're on the yeah. edge of... And this one feels like, oh, yeah, yeah. we're on an adventure. Yeah, well, they're, kind of, yeah. they're like Iron Man, where they you know he's never really scared. Yeah, he's, exactly. He's, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe we don't know. Maybe there was feedback. The Empire Strikes Back was too dark and they needed to return back to that more... You know, family adventure vibe that the first one had. Well, do you remember Maybe when we um, do you pressure we, of that? Do you remember we did Empire Strikes Back, and didn't we find out that it reviewed really badly Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, it did. Yeah, which is yeah. obviously strange looking back, but perhaps that's influenced them away of yeah how they've gone with this. 
Um, yeah. I mean, so thank God it wasn't made now because they would have just changed everything, wouldn't they? Like, yeah. Well, they have to rise of Skywalker. That's the yeah. <laughs> yeah. the reaction to you know the. Mm. Or before one of my um, most least liked bits in uh, Last Jedi was uh, the the return of the ATST in the at the end, you know, where BB 8s oh, riding yeah. in ATST. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, all that stuff is absolute yeah. absolute crap, bilge. Well, the the third element of this battle in this film is the space battle you've got to have. Yeah. which is kind of by default the most successful bit for me just because it mm. looks it they looks have fantastic. The, they've upped the ace scale there, haven't they? They from have, ev- yeah. From yeah. the other films. And didn't you think, like, considering we're watching the original effects here, I thought this held up really well, especially the yeah. flying into the Death Star. Yeah. Like, no, it looked really good, I thought. What do you mm. think, Chris? Are you on board of it? It is. It's great, but I still struggle with the the Imperial fleet would really just should just completely wipe them. them. Yeah, it's yeah. it's ridiculous, really. Yeah. They've got, you know, they've only got like two big ships, the rebels, like and then a load of little mm. ones. Yeah. So. There's also a problem um a real problem with like the the scale of space in this. There's a bit when when they only fire the death star laser mm. and Lando says something like, "Oh, did you see that?" It's like, yeah, "Well, yeah. you'd all see that, surely." <laughs> Everyone there would have seen this. And then, and then like, Akbar's like, oh, hang on, I think it's a trap. Like, no shit. Like, you've just... How, how have you not noticed? They just had your, like, frigate destroyed. Yeah. I don't Do know. Do you know that it was It was originally It's a Trick, but they changed it? Did they? Oh, that's... Yeah, it was It's a Trick, but they, no one liked that, so they changed it to It's a Trap. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. There's something, um, again, missing about this in the way that, like, it, again, New Hope, the one in that, it feels like a World War Two thing, doesn't it? And this mm. just feels like... I think they own the disparity in size in New Hope, in, in yeah. where it clearly is a small amount of small ships, but they kind of own that and they and they portray it in the right, in the right way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do like how they fly into the Death Star in this one. I do like... I, I really way. like the, the stuff inside it and the yeah. idea Remember that game where you had to do that? That was fucking hard. Through X-wing Alliance, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, great yeah. That was yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I do, I do like that. I, I think the outside stuff is yeah. You've got sort of like a, like a toy set sort of vibe, haven't you? Of like, mm. here's my eight, eighteen. I mean, it is, it is exciting though, and they do do explosions. No, no, explosions in Star Wars films are just the best. Like they yeah. really nailed all that shit. And whenever you get like uh, an A wing or something flying over a capital ship, yeah, I, I love that. Whenever they do that, this yes. looks so good. And Modern scale, really they good always, you know, yeah, they just invented and and you know really honed all that stuff. It's just amazing. Yeah. Um, the Admiral Admiral Atbar's backstory mm. is that we, he was once the slave of Grand Moff Tarkin as well as his personal pilot. Mm. Yeah, have you? I mean, random. I'm sure you both have seen the gif of the guy on the ship, you know, on 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 uh, Admiral Atbar's cruiser. Mm. Have you seen the guy in the background who's doing like the weird like robot dance? No, it's brilliant. It's, there's like yeah. a oh, there's, nice. a, there's a shot when they go to like them like and they're discussing the Death Star or something. One's got a pad and he's doing something. Yeah. Admiral Akbar shouting. And there's a guy behind him in the centre of the screen <laughs> who's literally just turning around on the spot, <laughs> moving his hands in like a robot motion. <laughs> it's brilliant. Some real poor extra work, and I can't I'm look past it to see it now. Let's try and find that. It's. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, yes. yeah. I see. You I got him. It, yeah, yeah. You got him. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's classic. I think um, he's just. I've always <coughs> seen that, 
guy, but I've never had it. It's dancing. <laughs> what, what is he doing though? He kind of just on the spot, isn't he? Turning I just around, thought like... he was just freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Like doing like um, like flag semaphore signals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he's just freaking out. He like yeah. points at one screen and then points at another screen. It's like a real like slow robotic sort There's of. There's also right? one that's like half asleep on a computer terminal. Yeah. Like, Having the absolutely opposite take on the acting. Yeah. There's a bit there, isn't there? When Akbar like, looks like he's falling asleep, isn't it? When you go back to one point, he really, like, yeah, that's like his when chair. The, that's when the Superstar Destroyer goes into the Death Star. Yeah. It's good. I like it. Um, um, yeah, so they're all they're all fighting. Um, the real climax, though, as we've discussed already, we've kind of been through it, haven't we, really, is the, is the Emperor yeah. and Vader and Luke. Um, I mean, the music in that scene is uh, probably what some of my favourite. Yeah, it, that, it, was never, yeah. it was never released in an album until quite recently, I think. That, That's that really track. good. My my favourite bit is the you know like the, the sad bit of Imperial March he does when Vader dies. Yeah. I fucking love that. Mm. And that, that was in Rise of Skywalk, wasn't it? At the end mm. of that as well. Mm. Um it's Oh yeah. Yeah. Really nice bit of music. Um but yeah, this fight, like what do you think about this? It's it well I've kind of said my piece. Do you are you enjoying this fight? You, yes, I like invested? it. I like it. It's yeah, the, I like it. It's got the right weight to the lightsabers, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's got the right yeah. power to it. And it really does look like he's just hacking away. It's like yeah. style and sort of grace is gone gone. Yeah. 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 No, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I And the, you really you really tell the anger, you know, the stuff that the Emperor's talking about. Yeah. The Emperor's yeah. talking it's, about. It's also shot really well, like the wide shots of them, you know, going mm. down the stairs and stuff, and all the shadows mm. and things. Yeah, the I think especially on like a nice print like this, it looks really mm. good, doesn't it? It's really so good. Uh, yeah. Um yeah, I mean, I've got no problem with the actual fight, the choreography of it. The problem with it for me is what the fight means and how it ends. Mm. Um, with Darth Vader coming to his senses after a lot of like close-up mm. shots of a mask, which I always find quite funny, like the yeah, idea yeah, that... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, does, he does like a double take. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. How he turns, um, he turns with his body. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and he's had enough of the Emperor, who's got a real problem about turning his lightning off. Which yeah. is actually in canon because in, in the new film he's got a problem about turning his lightning off as well, uh, <laughs> and he is thrown into a pit, mm. which yeah. kind of bad design for his room to have a pit like that on the entrance yeah. to his room. What's it doing there? But well, it's the tower, yeah. isn't it? It goes up. It's a tower. It goes up to the throne room there. You just put some flooring down, wouldn't you? Yeah. You don't want to trip trip over and fall off edge there, do you? Like you Assuming just put that flooring goes down. all the way down to the core where the they've just blown up. Or they're going to blow up as well. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And also, because he says to the red guards, those cool red guards, "I'll oh, leave us." Yeah. But surely they're just on the other side of the door. Why aren't they listening in to be like, "Oh, <laughs> hang on, doesn't sound like it's going very well." <laughs> yeah. Mm. Isn't that the emperor screaming? Yeah. Hold on, we should go back in. <laughs> and also, right, if the Death Stars are to attack at that point, um yeah. They've already, which it is, haven't they already <laughs> hit the core by that point? Have they? Nearly. It's literally straight after. Straight that. after. It's it's when they're um it's when they take they take the mask off, isn't it? And they're like sat down, uh, yeah. Vader and Skywalker. No, no, they must have hit the core way before that. Yeah, they right? have hit it. Could... They've hit it before that. Yeah, yeah. Um... No, they haven't. No, they haven't. Oh, haven't they? I'm watching oh. it here, and he's he, oh, okay. he's sat with him, and it's a scene after that they fly and hit the core. Oh, uh, okay. No. <laughs> the emperor. It's there's still not enough time though. The emperor goes down the pit, gets thrown down before the pit. Is they it? Do it. Yeah, and straight after they hit the core, okay. But I just imagine, though, even if, considering that they've already made a massive Death Star and it's been blown up before, yeah, you think uh, there'd be a point where there'd be the bodyguard and they'd go, okay, we need to get the Emperor em, emperor of the Universe out of here 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a great plan to be on the thing that they're yeah. going to attack. Yeah. But even yeah, if like they... Just be on Endor. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... it, it It's kind of... It, it, what you said about it being like the start of this sort of thing, I think is really correct. And I completely agree with that because it is the start of these massive constructed stories that don't make any sense. And again, Empire Strikes Back hasn't really got that. Which is why I like mm. it. Mm. It's not. Oh, got I, this... but Empire Strikes Back has got a very non-traditional form. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Which, which is can't... why that's so much better to me. You know, yes, like I know. Um, it... But I think this is still a simple enough story, and it's told well enough. And I do think it ends the three. It ends the trilogy well. I think it's still it's still a good. You don't you don't think oh well what about so and so or what about this? It, yeah, there are a lot of silly things but mm. it still ends that's the story and this is the end of that story yeah i think it's the end of this of luke skywalker story and darth vader's story i don't think it pays off han or leia or anyone else at all personally if i was the death star commander and then when the emperor goes you can open fire yeah I sh- i'd fucking destroy endor straight away yeah. <laughs> it was like don't need the shield yeah. anymore Thanks. Yeah, you know, no. you know the shield's gone down. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, and that's basically it. Oh, we get to see the Force Ghosts, which um, in the very the latest versions of the re-releases, they've they've got so, rid of Anakin and replaced him with Hayden Christensen, mm. which uh, which kind of makes uh, no sense because like, why has he gone young for his death? Yeah. You know? Well, I think you you return in your your. You know, worst time. True well, no, time. Alec, Alec Guinness isn't isn't Hugh McGregor, is he? No, Yoda's not young Yoda. And in the new film, um, oh, that's a spoiler, isn't it? Anyway, um, it should be in the yeah. It should if he. Well, it depends whether you argue whether he Anakin came back at the end. Otherwise, you'd get the last version of Anakin, wouldn't you? In the, the guy that uh, the guy that played Vader under you know the mask the unmasked vader sebastian yeah. shaw mm. yeah he was an old friend of ian McDerm- uh, mcdermott mm. and he was so much secrecy he turned up to set and ian mcdermott was like oh uh, what are you doing here and he answered i don't know they haven't told me anything about it except it has something to do with science fiction <laughs> brilliant <laughs> and then and then i guess they went and filmed the scene so that was that yeah that's maybe a bit too much secrecy not allowing the actor to know what he's doing might um, be a bit uh, yeah. um before we end as well, one my and final point in my notes. Song. Song. Oh, well, that's a good that's a good thing. Nope, nope. Yeah, 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 good laugh. The, the, the original. Oh, um, do you know the uh, uh, John Williams' son, mm. who is Joseph Williams, and the lead singer of the pop and rock band Toto? Is an Ewok. He collaborated. No, he collaborated on the score and wrote lyrics for the Ewok songs. I mean, the so, lyrics uh, celebrate your love in it. That's about it. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> um, I like you can see wedge. In this oh, yeah. here. But in my notes, the final three shots of this film don't like them, right? Because you no. get I, I don't like Yoda's weird little legs when he's on that on that post. <laughs> Odd. Okay. Right? Yeah. I, I hate it when Leia comes over to Luke. I'm just get it up here because it's ridiculous. And they just sort of like laugh at each other, like, what's that? No one that reacts like that. That's such a like we've got the score playing so we can't talk kind of reaction. It's like I like a, that no one's talking. It's good that no one's talking. No shit. And then I really, really hate the last shot, the big cheesy shot of them all there. And the only thing it redeems it is the fact that Lando is like out of time clapping behind him. 
he's yeah, completely like, oblivious. He's just like, what's... I, I didn't... Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's brilliant, but yeah. I don't like the pose. It's too... That's, that, that's, that's Star Wars. That's, the, that's what no. they do at the end yeah. of films. That is yeah. this Star Wars. That is not the my Star Wars. The was the same. And that is not, as, just, not as good as... What is either. your Star Wars? Then? Empire just Strikes Back is my Star Wars. Right, it's only one film, though. Yes, and I think that's the horrible realization. It's I'm not like to, any that... of the others. No, yeah, <laughs> that's that's it though. Yeah, so that's 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 my anyway. Right, well, that's the end of it. You can go first. I'll uh, build to my what? final rant. What did you think about <laughs> Return of the Jedi? Did you still like Return of the Jedi, Alex? Uh, I still did really like Return of the Jedi. Uh, I don't know if it is my favorite. Still, I think probably New Hope and Empire Strikes Back are better. Um, what's your, just, what's I... your reasons for that? Why do I still like it? Or no, why, are they why, why do you prefer it to like over this one now? What um, I just think I think um, I don't know. I, I really, really, really like mm. Luke in Return of the Jedi, mm. but I I think I agree with you that no one else is strong. Luke's story with Darth Vader and with the Emperor is all great, but mm. the rest of it isn't as strong as what we've seen. Mm. So you've gone from an, an ensemble cast who are all brilliant to basically kind of one person story which is great but no one else is really like around that and i yeah. guess ultimately the beginning is just solving the end of the last film because yeah. han was gone uh and then you've just got this kind of end like the, then you've just got the, the the ewoks and the emperor and like i say i like it but i think the other two are probably better films and you know there is a there is a problem when you're like we said with um uh, Infinity War and an Endgame. Mm. There's a problem when you're the last film because you have to make it all make sense. Yeah, you've got to turn the lights try and yeah. try and yeah, try and get it all sorted. And that yeah. is probably that's the sad thing is that it, it, you know it can't be as uh, free to do what it wants to do. It has to finish the story off nicely. But like I say, I still think Luke is great in this, and I think there's a lot of really good scenes. And yeah, it, it's still a brilliant film. Just one thing before I ask you, Chris, your opinion. Did you feel, you know, Rise of Skywalker, Alex, just mm. thinking about that and just thinking about how this film wraps up, I just think about it now, I don't think I got that end of a trilogy film at all from Rise of Skywalker, did you? The end of that? I no, didn't... I think it could have, I think <clears throat> you could have another film. That's all I want. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it didn't it's end. It's weird, isn't it? It you felt got that. like, yeah, because, I, I mean, as you said, the end of this was supposed to be Luke walking off into the sunset, but that was because there were three, there were three more, more films yeah, yeah, totally. to we say, Here, yeah. here's the rest of his story. And yeah, yeah I, I agree with oh, you. Did they not have it's, a light and end shot like in this, where everyone's no, just nothing like, like it's, patting themselves it's on the back? There's a bit before a bit, a bit like different. it, but yeah, it, it weirdly feels smaller scale and less important, doesn't it, than this yeah. one? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's really definitely. odd. Yeah. Yeah, that rebel base in that film is way tiny, yeah. really. You can kind I mean, of see the soundstage, can't you, even with that one? It's it's a very, yeah. like, weirdly small environment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Chris, overall opinions of Return of the Jedi, are you still very much pro Return of the Jedi? Yeah, I am. I think it's... Um, I'm still, like, Empire is my favourite. Then it's between this and Rogue One for what? two and three, I like. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, and then all hell. the others, kind of. I can't really be bothered with any of the others. What? Uh, even New Hope? New Hope, yeah, it's New Hope. It, to be honest, I just don't. New Hope doesn't really do it for me, like a lot of the, you know, just for a lot of people. Hmm. Um, it's like, but I think in Jedi, I think they, 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 we see a lot more of the universe that we became Star Wars. And yeah. um I yeah, I know some of it is problematic, but I kind of I like the feel of this film. I like I like 
I say, I love everything to do with Endor. I just, yeah. I just think it's great. And I like the colours, and I like how we've never been on a planet like this before. It's so lush. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, this is the era where they're actually doing something new every film. Mm. Now, yeah. I think problematic that they have to do another Death Star. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, but other than that, and I love the Empire, I love the Emperor, and I love all the, the vibes around that as well. It's great. Mm. Great. Well, I mean, I've already kind of made my feelings mm. clear, but I mean, essentially, I, I kind of, I don't want to watch Return of Jedi again. I think that's my sort of thing because oh. whenever I watch it, I feel like it is not what my childhood memory. It, it's, it, I think, what it is, it's a good kids film, whereas Empire Strikes Back is a good film. Full stop. Yeah, that's the problem yeah. with it. Is that it's not. It's not what Star Wars is to me or what I'd like it to be in my mind. And what, yeah. like, like when we watch Empire Strikes Back, I remember just thinking all the way through, this is still brilliant, you know. And yeah. It's so beautiful, Empire Strikes Back as well, though. It's got other things yeah. going on. It's, yeah. It's, and it's, it's just, it's everything coming together perfectly. The score's mm. brilliant. The, the the setup's brilliant. It's directed really well. It's mm. it's it's just a really... The right level of comedy. The right, yeah, it's just great. You buy the character stuff like that, and it just feels like such a come down for me for this. And uh, I think the thing this time watching it is that it the new three feel like this more than they do old Star Wars to me. Like this is the blueprint they took forward, mm, and that's it, true. It, it makes me appreciate more in a way the prequels. The prequels are, are horrendously Ooh. bad films, and I don't like them in the sense of filmmaking and story and plot and script and all those things. They're terrible, but. And I know, this, Chris, this is a point you've made an awful lot, and I and I can see it a lot more now, is that at least they're trying something new. And and watching this again, I got that feeling of like, yeah, no, fe- you know, good good on you for going out there and trying something new. Okay, it was all shit, but it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't this blueprint of yeah, this again. Bikes, you know, and yeah. Yeah, Jabba the Hutt stuff, it was great. Yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, it, it makes me sad, and I don't think, I just don't think I like this film anymore, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, where's it going to go on the list well, it's going to be you... tough because if Chris you're saying it's better than New Hope and New Hope's at 7 it's not better than New Hope Yeah, well it can be better than New Hope but not have to be on the board above yeah. New Hope well let's, let's just go let's honest we can if this was just your personal list yeah. where would you put it so Alex where would you put it in the list I think uh, early 20s Okay. So maybe like twenty. I mean, I, I don't think it's better than Godzilla, um, but uh, yeah, it's better than things like Guardians of the Galaxy, which wouldn't exist <laughs> without this. Or, or and I like mm. Dread a lot. Men in Black. It's better than Men in Black. So yeah, kind of early twenties is what I would look at. Okay, mm. Chris, yeah. I put it at fourteen. Right. So if I had thought, if I'd carte blanche over this Blast list right now. Okay. That's better than I was expecting lower down list books. I think personally, for me, <clears throat> I'd put it at 26. Um, okay. One below Dread. And that's purely because the stuff above that that is original stuff, I would much rather watch. Um, but it's still, you know, it's still Star Wars, isn't it? And so as much as I don't... It's it's tough because part of me wants to like say, no, it's worse than Phantom Menace. But it's not. It really isn't worse than Phantom Menace. You know what I mean? <laughs> but But... Phantom Menace is so much more bold in a way. Oh, wow. It's at number 64, which it should be, because that is empirically a bad film, whereas this is not a bad film. It's still, no. you know, the, the script's got problems, but it's still a good film. So, yeah. Um, I mean, the, the Ewoks were a lot better than the Gungans. 
Oh, yeah, God, totally. Yeah. They're, and they're, they're annoying, but they're nowhere near as annoying as I don't get. That, I don't get that, that. I'm not that hate for Ewoks that a lot of people have. I just don't buy them as a as a combat force. You know, <laughs> I'm not opposed to them the way some people don't like the fact they're cute and all like that. I don't mind. I would so like to have seen one like being spit roasted in the Mandalorian or something. You know, like <laughs> there's there's like, there's two in um Rise Skywalker, like the yeah. salacious crumb. In, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, so they are actually turned up in Rise of Skywalker. Very briefly, there's two of them. Very yeah. briefly. Very, very briefly. Yeah. Okay. Um, right, so we've got to settle on something here. Um, what did you say, Alex? You're 24? Like early 20s. I just, oh, okay, right. Um, you said 26. It's just, it's... I would watch it a million times more than things like Donnie Darko and AI. And, you know, it's just, for me, it's just... It's what on about the list. 21? It's on the list. God, I'd watch Godzilla and Predator 2 and Ghost in the Shell all of those in fact yeah 21 there's nothing below, above that that I wouldn't watch 100 times more than this I'm alright with 21 whereas Invasion's Body Snatcher was good but I don't think I'd watch it no as much times, but like yeah. I'm just looking up that list and all of those perhaps AI is too high we did really enjoy it didn't we but everything oh, yeah, other than brilliant. that is very much a yeah 21 Chris uh, well yeah I mean I I mean, I've got a lot more love for it than all of these here below Starship Troopers. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just—it was always one of my favourites. Actually, it's mm. yeah, but it's still, it's still one of your favourites. I just find it in yeah, I just like it. I just like it. I just yeah. like the feel of it. It's just nice. Um, um yeah. but well, I never really had much love for like things like. Godzilla and Ghost in the Shell and Predator and things like that. But yeah. I mean, this is kind of where our, our darlings go to die, isn't it, really? Like Ghost in the Shell's down here, Predator 2's down <laughs> <laughs> This yeah. is. Uh, all right, well, what about 18? 18, yeah. No, what about 19? 19. <laughs> Just one yeah. below Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Yeah. You've talked me up yeah. for 26. I mean, there, it so is better probably... than Predator 2. Come on, fucking. I, Gary oh, I love Predator. I love Predator Two so much. One of my Gary favorite Boosie films of all time. Are you going to accept nineteen, Alex? Is that all right? Uh, I will because I think uh, there's an impassioned speech here from Chris, and a lot yeah. of other lists wouldn't have Predator Two this high. So yeah. I will. I will accept it. Yeah, I'll, I will. Predator Two keeps getting the push, doesn't it? I think. Like, I mean, it's still clinging to the top twenty, which yeah, is yeah. which yeah. is good. Um, I'm happy with that. Yeah, it's got to stay there. <laughs> well, there we go. So that's the the final one of the original. Um, Star Wars films yeah. in there. I think uh, it is one of the most loved in like, of you know, in the public's appreciation of Star Wars. I think uh, it is I, up there. Uh, no, I th- I'm pretty sure that it, like critical consensus now is is the way we put them in. That is the and, worst. But, well, worst I, I recently read a an art, a one a paper had a <laughs> ranking and they did it. What they said, what Chris said, pretty much. It was I think it was Empire. New Hope, Rogue One, and then Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I, would, I would definitely no, have Rogue I agree. One higher than most no, people I say agree. Rogue One was yeah. shite. I'd rather watch no, Revenge of the Sith than Rogue One. What? No, Rogue One I great. really did not enjoy Rogue One at all. It, it kind of Rogue One like retroactively ruined a lot of things I like about Star Wars. It's like mm. I don't want to have it over explained. I don't need to know about the fucking Death Star plans. Many buffins died. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong Death Star, but anyway. Yeah. Well, that was epic. No, it's just right. No. Oh, yeah, it is a wrong death sign. Yeah, wrong one. Mm. Um, although those boffins might have got around then as well. You never see a boffin, do you? Maybe they'll make a boffin. They'll pop boffin a, they'll pop movie. The, the boffin. <laughs> the boffins. Yeah. It could be a new TV show on but, Disney if yeah, you're um, Disney. But, but boffin impossible. 
Bothan Impossible. Like a spy Bothan thing. I'd watch that. Heist. It could be a heist TV series where it's about them Bothans getting their plans, but they're, they're going to die. You'd have to have a lot, a lot of them. Have you ever actually seen a Bothan? Like what they no. were in that? Are there any no. of these films? They're like kind of like... Um, Dogs. Hang on. Yeah. Dogs? They get a picture of you. They're weird they're like hairy. furry. They've got snouts. Yeah. Are they on two legs or four legs? Two legs. They're basically like oh, walking dog. Is it dolphin for you? But not Chewbacca, though. No, no they're, they're more like they've got more of a more snout. doggy or snouty. They there look a go. bit like Sabulba. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, they do look a bit like Sabulba. Oh, oh, I like he's got a drink. Is that a candle or a drink? Is it a drink for his fallen Bothan brothers? Yeah, it's a bit um. of both. That's what Bothans do. They drink candles. They drink wax. <laughs> Hardcore. Bothan Impossible. Look for it. If I mean, we'd be happy to do a treatment for uh, Disney Plus. That's great. Yeah, me and Sam will write it. Chris will be directing. I'm yeah. sure I've yeah. seen showrunner. I'm sure I've seen like a spin-off video of Botham to do with Bothams. Like Botham someone, impossible. Yeah, someone taking coming it. this fall to Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like uh, the Ma- the Mandalorian episode we hate. Hmm. Bill Burr actually does a Gungan joke. He does, doesn't he? It, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite good. Oof, it's bad Although I did appreciate your drunk rant. For a viral message yeah, yeah. about that, it's pretty funny. I woke up to that. I was like, "This is brilliant." I'm so glad that he kept talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was on the bus home from work, and I'm like, "I'm not letting him get away with this." You just yeah, let's yeah. keep going. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Cool. There you go. Well, yeah. that was this week. Um, we've got some correspondence, but I'll save it for next week. So uh, yeah, next week it's still Christmas time. We're on break, but we'll be here with our Christmas show, which is our big end of year festival. We talk about what we like, what we didn't like. Etc. Etc. See how the public fared with their predictions, and yeah, so look forward to that one. Um, in the meantime, Merry Christmas from all of us here. See you, see you next Bye. week.